Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Hey friends, welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Stacy, and I'm Jackie, and today we are continuing our conversation about vulnerability and how that word is kind of scary, and yet, if we kind of choose, we step into it a bit, that it can be really freeing and really opening and helpful and growing and yada yada. So good. So we first talked about being honest with ourselves, vulnerable, and noticing things Mm -hmm. in ourselves, Mm -hmm. and kind of deciding is this the who I want to be? Right. So I want to be a vulnerable person. Yeah. And we moved into talking about God and how grandois <laughs> God is. Because <laughs> that's not a word, but I said it, and it's not actually a word. My favorite word. I think I mixed up people. grandiose and grandeur. Yes, you did. I can find those words and create oh. a new word that obviously sounds way fancier. Um, then we moved on and talked about our close people, our closest relationships, which are mostly our immediate family yeah. and what that's like to be vulnerable. I, and I'm, I personally think that's the super hard, right. hard, hard, hard to step out of that. And now today we're going to talk about what it's like to be vulnerable in our community. So like our greater community and yep. outside of those super tight relationships. Yep. And here's Jackie. Yeah, and and I think that there's a lot of different ways to approach this topic as we consider vulnerability in our community and really in our world, right? There's lots of different directions to go with this, and we could talk about it for hours. So as we were discussing which direction to go, we talked a little bit about boundaries, about what we've established, I think, in this series is the truth that vulnerability is key to connectedness. Connection is founded in vulnerability, really. You cannot be connected with yourself, with God, with the people closest to you, or with your community without some degree of vulnerability. It's just, it's a requirement for connection. It's a requirement for relationship, right? So we've we've talked about that, and I think um, in this world we live in now, in 2019, um, social media plays a big role in how we connect with our community and how we connect with the outside world, the world around us. And so um, social media is its own unique beast. And I know um, for our generation, at least, a big piece of that is Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't, well, it, it would be interesting to know, just on a really practical level, what social media are you on, Stace? Oh, I'm I mean, um, I have Facebook okay. and Instagram. Yeah. And okay. that's it. Yeah, for my work, um, the Bob Hoover Academy, I have an Instagram and a Facebook and a Twitter. You do have a Twitter. Okay. Only because I can share it once and it goes to all the things. Yeah. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. So I am mostly, I would say mostly on Facebook and very little on Instagram, but I am there. And recently, like the last, I would say even year, I've gotten to be on uh, Twitter a lot more than in the past. And mm-hmm. let me tell you why. 
Here's what I love about Twitter. People will say, and I know that it's true that people can be mean on Twitter. It can be kind of an ugly space. But what I've found is professionally, there's so much good stuff happening on Twitter. I am able to connect with other educators that have that are doing incredible, incredible stuff and incredible mm-hmm. educational leaders and see the things that they're doing and have um, really high level discussions and look at research and look at trends in ways that I could never do in my real life, quote okay. unquote, real life. And so it's been super powerful way for me to um, really grow in my profession in, hmm. on Twitter. So I've loved that. So I don't know if you've. Okay. I think I just feel like I waste too much of my life already on stuff like that. But yeah, and I so know a lot of people feel that way. Area where I'm, go- I feel like I'm going. I'm always searching for something, but I don't know what it is yet. Mm. If that makes any sense. In life like or eating, on social media? <laughs> I, when I'm on social media, it's like I'm waiting. It it's like I keep scrolling. Yeah. It's very. <laughs> it's like totally a, a struggle. Yeah. But it's like I'm waiting for something. But you don't know that thing. Right? So it's like I just go because I'm like looking for some maybe validation or something interesting yeah. or some connection. Yes. With somebody. Um. And then I just am kind of scroll and scroll until and, I get there. Right. And, and so I when you walk don't. away from that, how do you end up feeling? So that's why I'm kind of like Facebook man. Although right. I think there's more maybe dialogue there. Okay. Instagram, I'm looking for pretty pictures yeah. and like inspired by yeah. art things. Yeah. And so. Your creativity yeah. piece is satisfied on Instagram. I think that's what's going on there. sure. But in, what I end up doing is. Like, without a goal, you're just kind of wandering. So, yeah. So, I have a question for you. Have you, over the years, curated your social media actively? Or have you just let it unfold the way it is? That is such a social media word right there. Cure, I curated this image. Well, it is, but it's always... No, I mean... I know what you mean, though. Like, have Have you you chosen? Have you, yeah. Have you been intentional about the way that it shows up in your life in terms of... I think so. Yeah. I think I only, like follow people who are you know encouraging and having pretty pictures but not fakey nice. like I don't I don't follow really fashion stuff but I am I do follow like artists yeah and um like scrapbooking things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and of course Allie Edwards of course who is amazing a scrapbooky wordy storyteller storyteller yeah yeah I, I think it's really important because as we talk about social media, I think I just want to encourage all of us to really actively look at how it impacts our lives. And I do know I've had this conversation with a lot of people. If you leave social media feeling yucky and bankrupt and um, like a voyeur or or less than you started out feeling, I want to mm-hmm. encourage you, all of us, to look at why that is and to make a shift. And yeah. for me, that shift has been over the years. If I ever end up feeling that way, I I will engage with my social media in a way that will change that feeling for me because I, I don't need more things in my life to make me feel bad. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, so I have actively, um, and my Facebook too, I, I engage with people on Facebook that um, add value to my life and mm-hmm. the, to whose life. To whom's life? No, that's not right. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> it's very grand. <laughs> to whose life? I can hope to add value. You know what I mean? And I, I know that sounds really transactional, and I don't mean it to, but I think it's an important way to look at it. So, um, one of the things we do, whether we're aware of aware of it or not, on social media, is we do some image management, right? Mm-hmm. We manage our images, and so that's in direct contradiction to vulnerability. Would you mm. say? 
Oh, what yeah. Did you say? Yeah. The image management yeah. is in direct yeah. contradiction to vulnerability. So I am, I'm aware of that when I'm in social media. And, um, and I, I do want, and you know, that's kind of the, the, the classic thing everyone says about, about social media is that it's our highlight reel. And what we end up doing is we compare other people's highlight reels with our actual life. Have you heard that before? Have you yes. heard people talk about that? And I think that? that is like the most important thing. And I think I have a fairly good grip on it. Good. And kind of. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sometimes. totally, totally. Is that I know. I, I look on there and I don't really feel bad yeah. about myself. Good. Like, oh, I wish, I don't know, I could be like that person. Right. You're able to see I it for what it is. I think that it's, like, I know that. Yeah. I know. Right. In fact, because one of my sisters, um ages ago was like whatever because your life is perfect and this is before social media but it was even a thing right and I was like what yeah I mean this was early on in my marriage too. and I think maybe she was still single and it was like well you have a house and a husband and a job and I was like oh my god my life is so hard yeah. I am broken every day yeah. this marriage is the hardest worstest hardest thing ever yeah. and I just remember being like what am I doing yeah. that you would think that? Yeah. And so opening up to her and trying to almost prove to her right. has been a thing that I've noticed. Like when you look around, people might get a glimpse or think that you have it together. I go, wait, I do that too. I'm looking around going, oh, that person, they probably just, everything's perfect. And so they probably hate me or mm. think that I'm dumb or, um, but to stop and recognize that I'm even having that thought in my head. So how that's fascinating, Stace. I, I'm yeah. really glad you you went there because how do we use vulnerability on social media in a way that isn't um I don't know, isn't in your face, isn't mm -hmm. over the top, isn't TMI, but is mm -hmm. authentic vulnerability. Those are such buzzwords and they end up sounding so cheesy, but how do we do that? How do we do that well? Have you Can you think of a time in your own social media life where you've shared something vulnerable? And I can think of times in your life. Um, super recently. <laughs> yeah. I just celebrated my 17th wedding anniversary. Okay, yeah. And, and I put a picture of myself and my spouse and we're at a winery, and there's people playing bocce ball. Look at all know in the background, and it's a sunny day. And I was like, you know, outfit. I think that I, when I read people that would write something like that, um, that, oh, my honey, I just loved you. I've never loved you more today than I've ever loved you before kind of thing. I I'll, I just can't connect with that, I think. Yeah, right. It's so um, not the way my life is right. that it's really hard for me when I read stuff like that. It's not to say that that person is not telling the truth right, or anything. Right, 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 right. It's just their life is different than mine. So we're not going to be able to connect on that exact topic. Yeah. Um, I So I felt like I had to put out there – Everybody at first glance, you're going to see that, oh, yeah. shiny, whatever. But I got to tell you that this picture is not really that. Yeah. That it's deeper and harder and way more raw than that. And that sometimes, I mean, there's so much choosing and so much pain that is really reflected in this photo that, but you don't put a picture of us at 2 a.m., you know, in our pajamas just 
fighting it out right. for hours. We don't take a picture no. of that moment. So, Cece, how do you do that, though? Because, okay, so just getting really practical, like, how does he feel about you posting like that? Yeah. Well, I will say that early on, he w- was under the impression that everybody else's life was really easy mm. and that other marriages were not like ours. And I think the longer that we live and the m- the more he's growing towards opening and connecting with other men yeah. that are sharing similar he's, stories, yeah. oh I gosh. think that then he goes, oh. You know, it's that we've okay. said that phrase. We need to. We've got to pause there, Stace. That's so big. That's what this whole thing is leading to, this moment right now, is that as he has become more vulnerable, mm-hmm. is what I'm hearing you're say, yeah. you saying, he has then connected with other men in their vulnerability and he's realized he's not alone and that's where the connection has happened that's the only place really and then what you're saying to me is as a result of that connection that happened because he was first vulnerable now he feels willing to let you be vulnerable in a more Mm -hmm. public setting Mm -hmm. is that Mm -hmm. what you're saying which then I mean talk a little bit about the responses you got to that post. Cause I, I read those responses and I was like celebrating with you. I was like, Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. Like what, what were some of those responses? Um, well, you know, I didn't share any details. No, I that's think true. Of, and so I think that's where that line that I'm always kind of like, I don't want to be super vague, but I want people to know that, you know, people will say things like marriage is super hard. You just got to put work in. And I look at them like I'm just going to strangle them with my eyeballs and go, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do know. Um, but I just wanted to kind of be like, this is a reflection of so much counseling, so much hard work, so much yeah. just choosing yeah. and fighting and still pain. Right. And um, but I think I my. I really want other people to see that and think, thank God, there's somebody else that's in it with me. Because, oh, there's a quote from, um, I don't know, but you're going to, it's Brene Brown quotes it, but I think it's like Abraham Lincoln or, I mean. (laughs) Getting in the ring? No, Theodore Roosevelt, it's a president. It's about getting in the ring. Yeah. That nobody up in the stands can say anything about my life. Yeah. It's only people who are down here Broken in the ring yep. with me yep. as a gladiator by my side yep. that can understand and connect yep. and speak and all of those things. You're up in the stands looking down and freaking good for you. You're like, wow, that would be great, you know, but I can't understand it. I don't understand a life when very early on in our marriage, I called upon the one person I knew that was married at that time. And I was like, help. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like in a whisper. And the person was like, I don't know. I'm just so happy every time I see my husband. I'm so grateful for my time with him. And I just like died a little. Cause I was so alone. And And I tried to be like, I'm really hurting. And that person just didn't understand. Good for them. You know, great that that part of their life is not a struggle for them. Right. But I couldn't, I continued being alone. And I think that froze me for a while to be vulnerable about yeah. my struggle. Um, because I didn't really know anybody else that was yeah. struggling. I didn't know how to talk about it. Because we got married super young. And so other people who did get married also young were love, loving each other so much yeah. still. And we never really did go yeah. through a honeymoon phase. No, Mike and I didn't either. And we've... We've shared a lot about it as well. In fact, we did a video at our church of thousands of people about it, um, about the struggle that marriage was for us and the years of that. Um, 
So I, I think, you know what, I just want to thank you because you definitely are an example of being vulnerable when it comes to sharing that struggle in your life. And I think that's really, really important. And you did it in a public forum, but you did it in a way that wasn't TMI. You know, you didn't overshare. You didn't, you were respectful of Blaine and you were respectful of marriage. And you know what I mean? Like, so I thought I that was so. really beautiful. And I'm sure it was it. TMI for some people who Probably. People that don't like vulnerability. Yes. yes. I know that's that some people issue. did not don't appreciate that as much. Yeah, nope, you're totally right, but I thank you for it. And that's and okay, I, because yep. I know as I've made a decision of myself that I want to be that vulnerable person. Yeah. Because what, how else could I serve or love people? Yeah. If I wasn't honest about that. 100%. And if I think about the people that I admire um, for a, from afar in my community, the, these aren't people that are in my inner circle, but people um, on, on social media or in... Um, in my community that I admire, let me repeat myself again, um, it's when they're vulnerable with me, when I see their struggle, when they allow me into their struggle, yeah. and they're real with me, that is when I um, both connect with them, connect with my own struggles in those mm-hmm. areas, and I, and I feel inspired. I feel like I can do this one more day, whatever that thing is. That's so important. And um, I, I think, you know, as we kind of think about wrapping this up, excuse me, I um, I would like each of us to consider, yeah, oh man, and I'm thinking even as I give this kind of, this biocondias, I'm thinking about all the things we haven't talked about, like mm-hmm. how the, the flip side of vulnerability is really being a good listener, right, and right. How, how we need to have that posture of um, compassion and empathy as we listen to others and their vulnerability, because if we don't do that, Holy cow, then no one's going to be vulnerable, right? But uh, mm-hmm. but I'm getting off task here, off track. Um, so we'll talk about that in a future future series, <laughs> right? Um, but so the, the, the thing I'd like us each to think about is how we can show up in our community more vulnerable, mm-hmm. okay? A small way that we can make um, a shift toward vulnerability in our community. And for me, I think that's going to be on social media because it is a place where I have some kind of a voice or, or a leadership presence a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, how can I, um, be more vulnerable in that space so that I can, um, create a space where people feel safe. That's mm-hmm. my goal. Mm-hmm. So if we can each kind of think about, a way that we can show up more vulnerable in our community, in our world. I think it makes that connection deeper. It makes um, our community and our world just better, you know, just better. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. Sound good? Okay. And I, um, yeah, I think actually I'll just leave it there. So think about that today. Think about um, being a little more vulnerable in your community and your world with the people around you. And um, we love you. If it's and... on social media, they could tag us in it. And Ooh, that's so Fun. Know about it or email us or something. We're just screenshot it and send Jackie it to us. Stacy show Jackie and Stacy yeah, so at gmail.com. Yes, is that right? Mm-hmm. And then and on hashtag on Jackie and Stacy show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are on so, Instagram. You know, Facebook, we, we want to hear it because we want to encourage you in that too. And you know what? You want to do it, Stace? Yes. I'll do it too. You've already done it, but let's do it again. You and I oh, on yeah, social media. Sure. All right. Okay. Let's be examples. Okay. Ah! That feels like a lot of pressure. We can do it, though. We can we're do it. It doesn't have to be today. Ultimately, we're just all in it together. We're going to do it together. Right? Absolutely. Okay. All right. Bye, Candias.
Hey guys, you're going to totally want to stay tuned for episode 26. It's our interview about vulnerability with the one and only Amanda Baker. Hey friends, we want to tell you about our friend Michelle. She's so amazing. She owns Forage Vintage Rental Company. It's this super fabulous rental company where you can rent props like furniture and um, dishes and just all beautiful things for your party, your wedding, your photo shoots, all of that. She is amazing. And in fact, she lets us record in her space. So we are surrounded by beauty every time we record. It's amazing. And I um, want to direct you to her. She is on the gram. Check her out on Instagram. That's where most of her stuff is. And you'll see the gorgeous work she does. She's also on Facebook or at ForageVintageRental.com. Check her out. Hey guys, we want to hear from you. The whole reason we're doing this is to connect with you and to hear your thoughts on what we're talking about. We want to know about what we're saying that is um, making a difference for you. Are you learning anything? Do you have anything you want to teach us? What can you show us? We want to connect. So here's how you're going to do it. That's right. We're on all the social media platforms. I mean, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all of that. Plus, you can find us on our website, which is the Jackie and Stacy Show. Weep, weep. And you can email us as well. Oh, but please do. Make sure to spell that right. It's the, the, T-H-E, Jackie, which is I-E-A-N-D, Stacy. Stacy's E-Y. Different. <laughs> yeah. The Jackie and Stacy Show. All spelled out like that. So contact us, you guys. Email is at... Do it. We want to hear from you. Visit us. Comment. Ask us some questions. Send us a picture. Oh, hashtag. Hashtag. Hashtag all over it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop. See you online.